Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over what to do when you're at a pool and you're having problems with the gardener or landscaper and some steps you can take to resolve it. This is a big problem here in California where a lot of yards have grass right up to the pool and a lot of landscaping and bushes. So I'm going to go over some common problems and solutions that I have in my area. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Sometimes it's really hard to deal with a gardener that's really making the pool a mess because you don't see them. They come on a different day. And you generally don't run into them unless you're going to the stop on a, on a different service day and you may happen to run into them. Sometimes they'll come after you, and which is a good thing, but sometimes they'll come right when you're doing the pool, which is a bad thing. So this is one of the really complicated things when you're trying to do a pool route and the customer also has a gardener slash landscaper working for them. You'll find that some gardeners are more conscientious about the pool and they'll treat the pool with some respect. You'll find others that just treat it as a giant trash can. And so you're going to get a mix of both of these. Someone had once said that they should make stickers that you can put out there or signs that say, you know, the pool's not a trash can. And this is something that I think everyone runs into where the gardener thinks they can just blow everything into the pool and call it a day. And this is a problem that happens all the time. And there's a couple ways you can address this. I wouldn't suggest addressing it directly with the gardener or landscaper because things can get heated if you confront them and you can kind of blow a gasket when you see your pool just totally destroyed by them, especially if you're getting there at the same time that they're leaving. So what I suggest you do is bring this to the homeowner's attention so they can address it with the landscaper. And I always put it in terms of what they're doing to the pool is damaging, could potentially damage the equipment and cause more chemical usage because of all the grass clippings that are blown in the pool. So I start with a combination, a one-two punch, basically, of telling him that since the gardeners are blowing so much leaf debris and grass clippings into the pool, it's really going to make the pool prone to algae, which means that I'm going to have to charge them for algicides and shock to get the pool back in shape. And then on the second end of it, I let him know that a lot of times the grass is really fine, and it gets through the skimmer basket into the pump, which could cause the pump to clog up, especially a large amount of grass in the pool or leaf debris in the pool at once from the gardeners, could cause problems, which could cause the pump to overheat, possibly have so much debris in there that it runs dry in the skimmer or the pump basket. And this has happened. This is a true scenario. It's not something that I'm making up to scare the customer. I've had many accounts, especially with St. Augustine grass, where the gardener blows it in the pool after trimming it, and it clogs up the skimmer basket, the pump basket, and the pool's not really running well that week. Then you have a suction leak form because it is not sucking the 
water in there, causing air to get in, and it's a real mess. And this has happened on a few occasions where the pump would run dry at that point, and then the pump would actually burn out. So it's not something that I'm telling the customer that's not true. And same with the fact that all the grass clippings and leaves that the gardener blows in there is going to cause an algae bloom because I've seen that happen also. So these are all true statements, and I'm just telling the customer the potential consequences of their sloppy gardener and landscaper, and I give them some clear things to tell the landscaper. The first thing I tell the customer to let them know is that they can be a little neater around the pool. They can put their blowers on low and point them away from the pool. If you have a conscientious gardener and you're at the stop, you'll see them do this. They'll walk around the pool, they'll have their blowers on, but they'll be pointing them away from the pool back towards the grass, and they'll keep it on a low setting. This takes them longer, and it's a lot more detailed work for them to blow in the opposite direction that they normally would blow the debris in. But it can be done, and you can minimize the amount of debris going into the pool by like 80% by doing this. And so if the gardener is conscientious, they'll do this. I had one gardener, and this is a true story. He made these plywood wooden barriers. They're probably about 10 feet, and they were about 2 feet high. And they were on two by fours and had plywood in the center. And he would move these as he was blowing the debris around the pool. So he would move it in front of the area he's blowing at. And then he would move it again a little further. And so he would create a barrier around the pool. Now this was someone who really took pride in his work, of course, and also cared about the pool. And so he would store these in the backyard, take them out whenever he cut the grass and was blowing him, blowing anything near the pool. And this was something that is highly unusual. You're not going to find this probably anywhere, but he was doing this. And this is because California, a lot of the pools here have just the coping. And then we have the grass right up against it. Or if there's anything in between it, it's maybe a three foot or two foot sidewalk. And everything else is surrounded by grass and a lot of accounts. And so this is a common problem. And it's not just the blower. They use their weed whacker around the grass area and a lot of the the uh, grass will get in, clippings will get into the pool. Also, they'll trim the bushes and not really be mindful of where everything falls into the pool. So these are like a, you know, a typical situation is when you get to the pool and the gardener had just been there maybe the day before, you'll see tons of grass clippings, tons of leaf clippings from the bushes around the pool, and it's extremely frustrating. So bring it to the customer's attention, let them know the potential damage it could cause to the pool and the extra cost are going to incur by the gardener but not being careful. Now, one thing you can also do is have a good leaf rake and, and pole at the pool side. And a lot of gardeners will actually skim the pool. Not a lot, I should say. A few will skim the pool for you. And I've seen this happen where they're trimming the bushes and a lot of the droppings fall into the pool. They'll actually take the leaf rake and actually skim out any leaves that they trimmed that fell into the pool. So again, it's just a matter of you training the customer that's going to train the gardener to take care of the problem. You don't want to confront them. And you really want to make the landscaper your best friend. So what I do a lot of times is I'll refer them out to people. I'll also hire them myself to do tree trimming for me or work around my yard. And so this is something that you really need to be aware of is that when you start giving them business and start being friendly with them, they're going to actually treat your account with a lot more respect. It's kind of funny when you're at the pool and the gardener's there how they're going to do things to be more conscientious when you're there. When you're not around, they just blow everything everywhere. So it's just a matter of educating the landscaper on you know mutual respect. You're not going to be dumping stuff all over their yard 
that they shouldn't be putting stuff in the pool. And so what happens when the customer asks you to move your service day because a landscaper comes, let's say you're in that area on a Thursday and all your pools are generally in that area that you do on that day, but you have one customer that wants you to move it to say a Friday because the gardener comes on Thursday afternoon. What do you do in that situation? Well, there's a couple of things you can do in that situation. One, you can talk to the customer and have them talk to the landscaper and see if they can possibly move their day to a different day, maybe a Wednesday. Sometimes the landscaper has more flexibility than you have, and sometimes they'll be able to move that account a day ahead so you can keep the Thursday service. It's just a matter to the customer of who's more important, and I think a lot of customers want their lawn cut before the weekend. They also want their pool clean before the weekend, and it's a real battle because you can't do 30 accounts on a Friday to make everyone happy. So someone's got to lose here, and it's either you're the landscaper. You can't really move your day sometimes. They can't move their day sometimes. So you may lose the account because you can't make the customer happy with coordinating your service day with the landscaper. And that's okay if that happens. It's something that's not going to happen very often. It does happen once in a while, especially for those service days that are on a Thursday or Friday. They're going to want, their again, their yard cut later in the week. No one really wants Monday service for their lawn. Because by the time the weekend gets around, their lawn looks like it needs to be cut again. So it's understandable that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are the most popular days for the landscaping. And it's the most popular days for pool service. So there's a real conflict of service in that regard. This is also a good opportunity to sell the customer on an automatic cleaner. Because a lot of the times, if the gardener is halfway conscientious and not blowing everything into the pool, an automatic cleaner can go a long way in really bringing the pool back and making it look halfway decent after the gardener's there. So even if you service the pool on a Tuesday and the landscapers are on a Thursday, if you have a good automatic cleaner in the pool and it's running effectively, it's going to pick up all the debris that's falling to the bottom, and it's going to also leave the pool really clean for you. So this is something, a way for you to push the automatic cleaner on the customer saying, you know, I'm here on a Tuesday, your gardener comes on a Thursday or Friday, and the pool gets messy, and over the weekend if you want to use the pool, Of course, I can't come and clean it. And so if you have an automatic cleaner, you can, of course, turn it on or put it in the pool if it's a robotic pool cleaner. But if it's a suction side cleaner, it'll be running and vacuuming the pool as if I was there. So any debris that goes in there that the skimmer doesn't pick up that falls to the bottom, the automatic cleaner is going to definitely take care of it and keep the pool polished and clean. So that's the benefit of having maybe a service day before the gardener. If you sell the customer on a good automatic cleaner, You don't have to worry about what they do to the pool. Again, as long as they don't just make it a giant trash can, you're pretty good with an automatic cleaner in there. You can also sell them on something like the pool skim. This is an underrated device that connects to a return line. and It acts as a secondary skimmer. And I've seen these things do miracles in pools where, you know, even with the bad landscaper or heavy debris from the trees, the pool skim keeps the pool looking immaculate. And you can order the pool skim on Amazon. You can order it directly. I think it's poolskimusa.com or something like that. It's a great device that connects a return line. And it does help leave the pool looking really spotless, especially if there's a lot of grass around the pool or bushes. This is a great device to have to kind of counterbalance the landscaper. You can also sell them on a solar surface cleaner. There are two current ones that are pretty good out there. There's the Aerial and then there's the Beta These you can get on Amazon or maybe at a local pool store. And these are great, especially if the customer has a lot of dogs in the backyard and the gardeners get there and blow all the dog hair into the pool, which can make a real mess. 
there was one account where I couldn't figure out what was going on. I would get there on a Wednesday, and the pool would look way worse than it should look. And I was scratching my head of why there's so much dog hair. Are the dogs swimming in the pool? It was around winter time, so they couldn't have been swimming in the pool. So I asked the customer one day when I saw him, I was like, why is there so much dog hair in the pool every week? He goes, well, the gardener comes on Monday and he blows everything into the pool. And that's kind of one of those duh things like, well, why are you letting him do that? You know, the pool is not a giant trash can. And so I sold them on a solar breeze. This is when they were actually selling those particular cleaners. Now it's the aerial. I thought the solar breeze was an excellent cleaner. And so I sold them on one, put it in the pool. And lo and behold, every week the pool would be spotless when I got there on Wednesday. And he loved it. I would pull out the tray and show him all the dog hair. He had three golden retrievers. And this was a great sell. And it was a great way to keep the pool clean. And it's something that you may want to sell your customers, these solar surface cleaners. They do a great job with the surface debris. And it keeps the debris from falling down to the bottom. So again, if you have a lot of grass or bushes around the pool and the landscaper is somewhat careful, it's still going to make the pool a little messy. So having either the pool skim or a solar surface skimmer can really help you out in that situation. And then there's another situation that you may run into on occasion is when the tree trimmers come and they just leave the pool a gigantic mess. And they really treat the pool like a giant trash can in a lot of cases, which is unfortunate because it's really unprofessional. They can easily cover the pool with a tarp. It only takes them maybe five minutes to put a blue tarp across the pool. And that way, none of the debris that they cut or trim will fall directly into the pool and make a mess of it. I think it's really amateurish of the tree trimmers when they leave the pool a giant mess for you. And especially when the customer doesn't tell you until you're working your day, everything's going great, and you show up at the pool and it looks like a total disaster, and the customer maybe texts you later and said, oh yeah, the tree trimmers were there, and they really made a mess of the pool, ha ha, and you know, you're left cleaning it. Well, there's of course an extra charge for that, and you may not even be able to get the pool all the way clean that first visit, and it's not something that is a joking matter. It's something that to me is unprofessional, and I just think it's a lack of respect for the pool itself. I hate to say that, but it does look like a giant trash can to some people. And they don't care. And so they just trim everything. Everything's falling in the pool. When this can be easily prevented by just putting a tarp across the top. Now, there have been some tree trimmers that actually have pool cleaning equipment. And they'll actually clean the pool really well. And I respect those that do that. But I would say, unfortunately, a majority of tree trimmers don't take these efforts or don't go the extra mile to do this. And so you're left with a big mess. And this is when you tell the customer that actually this is not something that is under your normal service and there's going to be a surcharge for the extra work. And you may not be able to get it clean within the 25 minutes that you're there. So they'll have to inform the tree trimmer next time to be more careful. And they may even send them the bill of you cleaning up their mess to make maybe make get a point across and they'll be more conscientious at the next time they do the tree trimming. But most of the time you're going to get back to the pool and it's going to be full of debris from the tree trimmer who didn't take the extra effort to cover the pool, which is unfortunate and very irritating. And it's always sometime like in the middle of summer when it's like 100 degrees out and you get to this pool that's full of this debris because the customer, I guess, didn't care. But they're certainly going to care more once you build them. So I think the bottom line here is that the customer needs to be educated of what happens to their pool, whether the tree trimmer dumps a bunch of junk in there or the gardener blows stuff in there every week. Making the customer aware and having them take action is the key to success here. And let them do all the talking for you and do all the interceding with the landscaper and tree trimmer 
because it's better that you don't get involved because you may get heated and you may take it very personal like I do. I don't like when the gardeners make a mess of the pools I take care of. I take pride in making the pools look good. And when someone doesn't care about my work, it really irritates me. And so I've learned from experience never to directly engage the landscaper or gardener, but have the customer do that for me. Because again, I think we can take it a little bit too personal in that situation. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website. Just go to swingpoollearning.com and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop down menu of other podcasts that I recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.